You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Dave Portnoy of Barstow School Sports. Dave Fortnoy. Fortnoit. Dave Fortnite. Dave David Fortnite. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. This is Worst Possible Timeline. Yes, indeed. What's uh, uh, I'm Patrick. Merrick, what's going on this week, man? Um, what do you got for me? What do we got? What do we have to give to each other? I don't have I don't have much in the way of a list. I just kept a couple tabs open. What do we I- have to share? <coughs> what do, what what do we bring to this world? You know, what, oh, just, what, are, what will we be remembered for? Uh I think uh, kind of like a an uncomfortable negativity. <laughs> is that what is that what people come to us for? Well, it, it, our job somewhat on this is to bring to light the fact that your fellow human being is a nightmare and just a terrible human being and, and a terrible example of a sentient uh, creature. Uh, and you'd be better off living on one of those islands with all the pigs, you know, like the the javelina. The javelina. You got to live with the javelinas. Yeah, you got to go to uh, Texas and the, the, the Galveston and, and uh, marry a javelina. Galveston, oh Galveston. <clears throat> Are I you can aware? hear your pigs squealing. <laughs> That's better than the original. Are you aware that Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde are apparently seeing each other. Oh, who cares? Are you aware that they're trying, because there's like a disturbed fandom to that world, that like this pop culture celebrity world where, but infused by internet brain waves that they're trying to cancel her. Would you like to know what she's getting canceled for? Um... She called someone gay in 2007. <clears throat> she said that when she got single after a long relationship, uh, it is she went on a bit of a tear and it left her feeling empty. And she just, after that, wanted to kind of just have a, what she called a soft lesbian relationship where they just scissor and do each other's hair and kind of relax, etc. This is what women do. This is typical women behavior. What are we talking about? Exactly. This is what all women do. <clears throat> exactly. This is what every woman's done since the dawn of time. But because she's not gay enough for the world, people want to cancel her. It's thousands fair. and thousands of people are asking for her to no longer work. I wait, hold on, I'm going to try to find... I'm not, I'm not convinced Twitter people are real people. I'm sorry, but if you agree with Olivia Wilde, please unfollow me. Okay. That's a person with 156 followers. 
Uh, she can't afford to lose any. She, her, 17. Uh, <laughs> 17. <clears throat> 17. I don't, I'm not convinced. I don't think Twitter people are real people, man. I think it's I think it's literally NPCs. Here's somebody with 29 followers that says, wow, I actually liked Olivia Wilde. Really? I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. Uh, she's a good-looking woman. I have no doubt. Um, Harry, the only reason I know who Harry Styles is because, like, Seven years ago, I dated a woman who was obsessed with One Direction, and she was like twenty five. I think I was twenty five. Maybe she, maybe she was twenty six. I think it was a. But I was like, "Huh, you're like you're a full adult." I just and you love you love One Direction. It's not good, but but she was really hot. So I. I but then whatever. Anyway, it didn't work out. <laughs> I'm so upset. Yes. As a queer woman, I never expected this from someone I have looked up to for years. I'm hurt. And this kind of nonchalant, in quotations, behavior and language is deep-rooted homophobia that some people think is laughable when it isn't. I think it's hilarious. Do better, Olivia Wilde. So I don't think, what was she doing? Dude, you know what? No. I'm just going to, no, we're not doing this. Like, I'm not going to play into this shit. This is too, this is too stupid. I, I can't argue with a seventeen-year-old. Although I will say it's funny that like, like they need Jesus. You know what I mean? Like you need to be in a in a in a covent, right? Is that a word? You need to be in a. I believe it's a covent. A covent. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What what are you what are you looking for? A covenant? Maybe you need to be with the nuns or something. Oh, a convent, a Coventry. A co- okay, Coventry, Massachusetts. You need to be with a bunch. You need to, it's. This is like weirdo. It's just weird. You're a weird religious person. You need. You need to be moralizing about Jesus instead of Olivia Wilde and her homophobia. Olivia Wilde is a phobic, racist cunt. She no, is. No matter what Henry's, which is the fandom for Harry Styles. I guess I don't know what the fuck. No matter what Henry's call us and. And uh, what bullshit stories they come up with to cover for her. The truth is out there in the open. Y'all can claim she is bi to save her from half of it, but y'all can't call her Asian or black, can you? What? I guess they thought they found more? Like that she's... Oh, okay. She stood up for a racist joke. She supported and worked with Woody Allen. She, (laughs) She compared coming out to changing jobs. Uh, She... in Which... Though technically true is a very misrepresentative statement on this person's part. She said uh, something about changing jobs. She was like, yeah, it felt like I was coming out of the closet. Um, Everybody. Listen, Olivia Wilde's a fucking seething racist Klansman. She's a Klanswoman. Put her in jail. What Olivia said was incredible. Uh, uh, what Olivia Wilde said was incredibly insensitive and offensive and both sides of this feud are wrong. People saying that it wasn't offensive or insensitive and that we need to chill out are wrong because many people feel invalidated. (laughs) Yo, if Olivia Wilde, a person who I've never even heard speak outside of being an actress, don't know what she looks like. If that's your idea of look, I know it's unpopular, but it's we're starting to get a little bit more sane, I think, despite these lunatics. Is it the brittle spirit line that we sometimes borrow from Dave Chappelle? Is it fair to say that if your identity could be invalidated by Olivia Wilde, that your identity is very fragile? Is that fair? I don't know. what a, what's What's an identity? I don't even know what that is. 
no, people don't but that's because really have... you're a cishet piece of shit. Oh, okay. These people don't actually have identities. They have made up things in their brains. Uh, well, the, these Harry Style fan accounts, 100%. No, because fuck you, Olivia Wilde. Coming out quite literally made my life a living hell, and seeing you compare it to changing your fucking profession is so shitty and invalidating to so many people. If you're defending what she said, unfollow me right now. Are you going to unfollow her? Uh, well, that's Lucas. And uh, yeah. Lucas, his uh, his bio is... They, them, fetus, hairy protector. Them? Fetus? Fetus, hairy protector. I don't know what any of this shit means. Listen, this is children's shit. I don't know what the fuck to say. People got internet brain, man. Maybe that's what we could talk about this week. The internet brain that exists. It's getting getting pretty bad. It's very bad, man. The pandemic really accelerated shit. Can Can I read? So we did a thing over the weekend, right? We had a little time. We had, oh, yeah, we should talk about leaving the house I'm and how talk- it was good for us. Oh, well, I was going to talk about the gay sex we had. Oh. No, but, but yeah, we also did leave the house. Um, yeah. <laughs> the gay sex was good for us. Yeah, no, it was great. It was cathartic. But And, and fuck Olivia Wilde for making it seem like it's no thing. You know what I mean? Um, but so we went to we went to a little uh, con- a punk rock concert. Yes, yeah, so a, 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 a freaker soiree. <laughs> It was it was it was Freaker Fest twenty one, uh, and it was the time. It was interesting. Uh, I would I I don't regret going. I would have gone. I would if it was if I could redo it. I would have gone again. Uh, oh yes. But there was a citizen app. Uh, there 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 was a it was on citizen the the entire event so. I guess it it was underneath the highway, right? It was not like the the New York show in the park, which had a permit. It was in every respect more dangerous than New York. It was very, just very dangerous. In, in, in every possible respect. <laughs> this is not me slamming at everybody because a hundred percent, it was lit, and I would go every weekend. I don't judge this thing that I attended. You're welcome to be miserable, die mad. However. Anybody that wants to compare these two events has to acknowledge that there was a flagrant disregard for human safety at yeah. one of them. That's what made it cool. Uh, if, correct. And the other one was a show in the park. So, uh, your move, internet. Well, I I just want to I want so the reason I bring this up is because I want to I'm trying to build into our uh, internet brain conversation. Um. So the comments section on the Citizen app for this particular event, uh, Demon Slayer six <laughs> yeah, read us the highlights, please. Demon Slayer six 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 comments sounds like a party, and then the little like uh, party popper emoji, and Ro Becky underscore responds, sounds like a bunch of people who didn't watch a loved one die gasping for their last breath. A bunch of people who didn't lose their jobs or health insurance during a pandemic. A bunch of people who didn't get racial profiled for being Asian. A bunch of people who didn't watch their children and family detach from reality due to lack of stimulation. A bunch of selfish ass people. Okay, let's talk. Can we go down the list? <clears throat> the first one. That that one makes sense. Sounds right? like a bunch of people who didn't watch a loved one. Well, they, they said a bunch. Uh, they, 
a bunch of people who didn't watch a loved one do. I think they meant die. Die. Sure. Gasping for breath. Gasping for their last breath. Okay. Maybe they did. I don't. There was a lot of people there. Uh, uh, so, some. I mean, certainly somebody in that crowd lost family to COVID. There's no doubt about that, right? Law probability. Well, I guess law of averages. Is that right? I mean, there was two thousand people there, if I had to guess, and. Yes, one hundred percent. Somebody there lost somebody close to them due to COVID. You think? A hundred percent. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> um, at least one person. At least one person. I would guess many. Anyway, point is, check that one off the list. It's gone. We've yep. we've debunked it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's almost definite. Okay, second one. A bunch of people who didn't lose their jobs or health insurance during the pandemic. I don't think. I would I would be willing to bet that the mo- predominantly more people at this show didn't have a job. I was going to say I was the most employed person there, <laughs> and I, you know what? I don't think they're worried about it. Um, I mean, maybe they're very worried about it, but they wanted a nice night. Maybe I would. I, would, I mean, it was a lot of young people. I would. I would bet many of them were probably in school. Yeah, that's probably true. Maybe uh, have a job at the uh, at. Uh, they didn't have the most erudite vibes, though. I don't Ch- know. Chibo's Pizza. Yes, yes, you yes. Know? The Chibo Hut. It's the chi, yeah, the Chibo Hut. The staff of Chibo Hut was 100 percent in attendance uh, of this event. I, I think Ch- Chibo was closed early. No. <laughs> for the for this show. Ne- so next on the list. Uh. Also, full stop. If anyone, even if just real quick, if any anybody, the, the people that do have the jobs that were at this show. I might have. I might be the only person that was at that show that had health insurance. Yes, I think that's a fact. I was the only one. Maybe Mac has health insurance. I don't know. Um, Okay, next one. A bunch of people who didn't get racial profiled for being Asian. I didn't see many Asians there. Okay, but Eric, what does this one have to do with the others? Uh, (laughs) Nothing. Was this your point with Internet Brain about how this person is? the the simulation is tw- is glitching right because this person got their 2020 confused inside brain talking points all fucked up and they just threw another one in there yeah yeah precisely what are we going to do culturally about the broken ones <laughs> you know what I don't think there's much to be done. I mean, I think it's sort of like you've okay, you've watched The Wire, but you never finished the show. That's correct. So at the I think in the last episode of The Wire, basically what it demonstrates is how everyone's story arc came to an end, but how new people fill those roles. Sure. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the kid that was younger in season one becomes the old dude from season one at the end of season five. Sure. So my point is, this bitch is just a fucking Karen. You know what I mean? She is PMRC, uh, scared of Satan mom from 1992. Yes. But she's trying to ban Megadeth albums. Yes. She's the, she's banning Megadeth albums, but she's 32 year olds (laughs) in 2021. Right. She was listening in season one. She was listening to Megadeth. Okay, and her mom was yelling at her. Now it's season seven, and she's the mom. I got you. That's so. 
this we're just filling these like nothing changes. There's you know just I mean? there's just the inevitable crawl towards tacky uh, cliche. Well, f- I think it's for everybody, right? Like we are merely vessels for uh, the roles that we inevitably come to fit into. You know what I mean? And it's your it's your decision which path you go down, right? But it, it's here today, gone tomorrow. You know, PMRC mom, she's now sixty year old. 70 year old MAGA mom, right? Yes. MAGA, MAGA grandma, Facebook yes. grandma, uh, anti vax grandma. That's where she's at. But she smokes weed. But she you know, she takes perk 30s and a bottle of wine to fall asleep every night. Um, you know, so this is just, these are just, it's inevitable, right? What I think is really funny, the irony to me is how. I can't speak for this person necessarily, but let's. This person, I don't think, is saying things too far fetched or too far gone from what people within the punk scene, within the hardcore scene, say. Right? The people that are mad at these shows happening, right? But just despite constantly being angry at the scene or whatever, I think choose that, I think, to. I think that's elective, by the way. The thing that's elective. Choose to continually choose to associate with the thing. That they constantly yeah, everybody, think he, is so horrible. He, here's a heads up. If you don't like something, you can just dip on it. Dip. College, if it's fucking for lames, you dip. Yep. Job, dip. Yep. Scene. Yeah, wait, I've dipped many times. Scene, you don't even get, you're not getting paid to be there, you fucking asshole. No, I've dipped in and out my entire life. Dip. Dip if you don't like it. Um... What do you think there's... A, I, I'd be curious. Okay, so I saw a lot of people hating on the old heads, right? <clears throat> After the New York thing. Uh-huh. Everybody, if you're a normie and don't know what the fuck we're talking about, the Tompkins Square Park thing in, in New York happened. People were big mad. And then there was this equally big show in Los Angeles this weekend that, that Eric and I went to that people are mysteriously a little less mad at, but apparently the uh, uh, Karens of, uh, of Citizen App... Uh, are still uh, on patrol. Now, okay, you got that done. Uh, where were we? We were talking about... Uh, wow, you lost that quick. I lose it so quick. Whenever I do a recap, it's done. There's no chance. That's why you got to grip it while it's going. Jeez. Yeah, no, it's senility. You, you were in it. No, but you were right in it. It's not like we pivoted or anything. No, senility, man. Jeez. Senility. I'm going to be talking about fish and shit in a few minutes. <laughs> Brain degeneration. Um, so elective. The scene is elective. Being there is a choice. It is a choice. Um, so I have no idea what I was talking about. Not a clue. Holy fuck. Not a clue. How's that possible? The corn pop. Uh, <laughs> no idea. You were saying how people less mad at the L.A. show than the New York show. Old heads. Oh, I saw people. Thank you very much, Eric. Is that easy? So people were hating on old heads, right? But that I don't think people understand that when they jump on this type, they look like old heads. It's old head behavior, right? right yeah, yeah. T- to be this kvetching, tell people how to live. You stick around despite the fact that you don't want to be around. That shit is old people brain. And when you're mad at the actual old heads, for I mean, don't get me wrong. I know you're mad at him for a lot of shit, and some of it, yeah. Some 
All right, let's let's air this out real quick. Career criminals, people with cluster B personality disorders, recovering from drug addictions, who whose biggest relationship with their parents was getting uh, cigarettes put out on them. You don't need to to direct so much anger at them. Is that fair? You know what it is, dude? Like I said, these are just roles that they fill. and These are roles that people fill. You're an NPC. You're a vessel for the role that you inevitably fill. And and my point is, my, my larger thing, what I can't wait for with the slow crawl of time is for these kids to be the old head. But I feel like they already are, is my point. No, but like they're, they're engaged what, in, in, in get off my lawn, Karen ass energy. Right. But what I mean is, I can't wait for them to be literally like old in age. Because they're closer to, to cause eight, they're closer to death now. Right. And they'll they'll hang on to this shitty energy. And I can't wait for the young person to oh. be like I can't I just want the roles to flip. I feel that. Yes. I want them to be the out of touch person. Yes. That's going off on twenty twenty one shit in twenty forty one. Oh. I mean, I feel like these fucking losers with the Olivia Wilde, this is 2017 shit. You're like arguing this, like a woman is not, she's not lesbian enough for you. Like, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, this is, this is 2017. There's a lot of people whose brains stopped. Yeah. When Trump became president. They stopped. Yeah. yeah. It was like a trauma where they'll never develop past that. No, they won't. No. There's people that still, when people bring up Trump, I'm like, holy fuck. You're still on that, huh? You're still on that? He's gone, yo. What do you want? Where's he at? I haven't seen him. I bet next time we all see him, we're going to be like, holy shit. He looks old. He looks fucking Jesus Christ. Sometimes it's best to push on everybody. There's a good Tom Petty song about this. Why are you on Facebook? It's called Why Are You on Facebook? (laughs) This is Van Morrison. Sorry, that's a new Van Morrison. (laughs) It's the other traveling Wilbury. So... uh, I am excited for the same thing you're excited for, but it can't come soon enough for me. Which is uh, crazy th- girls? <laughs> no, that these that these the people who would tell you who is bad. Oh, oh, let me put it like this: the people that you've never heard of who would tell you about which of the people you admire or at least enjoy. Can't say I admire very many of these people, but <laughs> that you at least enjoy are bad or bad for you. I want those people to be the subject of a total derision. You know what I mean? I want them to be risible fucking clowns where we go, wait, why did I humor you? Oh, right, because you are Spanish. But you claim to be POC for four years because you speak Spanish and nobody asked you. So everybody deferred to you. That's right. We found out. Now we're laughing at you. I want it to be this quick. I want people to just be like, oh, right. I remember you. You were the person who was, you know, cop calling the local venue because you couldn't get in. Uh, because you were a drunk punk, uh, and now you want to tell people, you want to tell people that the fifty-five-year-olds that they don't take very seriously, but they enjoy in the same way that they enjoy fucking television programs about cooking. That they're wrong. 
that they're bad people and you if you enjoy them on any level, you're wrong and a bad person. I want us to finally accept that that's a clown and that we don't need them for anything but humor. This person that would tell you what is good and bad for you. Yeah, I mean... I, I think their power is waning. I've been saying that for six years. But here's the thing. It's so quick now. It's over so quickly. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's no even reason to fear it anymore. No, it, 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 it pretty I mean, unless you work for one of these big corporations, then you take a beating financially. Although I do think that you stand a decent chance of bouncing back financially. You're not going to work for these giant corporations anymore, but you're still going to work probably. I don't even know that the threat of the corporation kicking you out to the curb is even much there anymore. Because it's literally, it's literally a day now. It's it's 24 hours. I don't even think people care to call your employer anymore. <laughs> I don't think people care. They don't want to go to the trouble. Just, like, like the, the, the Paul Bearer thing to me was proof. Like, that was less than a day. Yeah, but Paul Bearer is old and ugly. Imagine if he was... Like, tr- like a twenty-five-year-old actively trying to be part of the scene. Oh well, they would have caved and cried on on the internet. Yeah, they would have done a notes app. Yeah, immediately. But I'm ju- I'm just saying, like, it just you just have to if it if it comes your way, you just duck your head, and I think in like twenty-four hours, it's over. You might be right. I hope you're right. I, th- I mean, I guess it depends. On the specifics, but like, I just think it's, I, I just, it just, I don't know. Okay. So the power itself to harm your life might still be there, mm-hmm. but it just seems to pass so quickly now that like, if you can, if you can get through a day, I think you're fine. Again, depends on, on the severity of this or obviously someone like Olivia Wilde should be in jail for the rest of her life. God willing. Yeah, she's um, a monster. She's a she's a monster. She's a, she's she's in the clan. Um but yeah, I mean that that's that's how I see it now. But I mean the larger point people with internet brain, man. I don't know, I don't know what to cuz I like I said, I think I said this before about COVID, right? Or about like like I compare COVID to the Great Depression and how my grandparents had rituals and ticks and and things that they did from when the depression happened mm-hmm. and they were like 15 yep. till their fucking 80s you Am- know yeah gonzo amateur porn <laughs> it's just like covid is going to fuck people up the internet this last generation is fucked up from this shit and it's going to be with them for the rest of their lives. They're going to be the when I go for a jog and I see crazy bag lady. Yeah. And she's walking down the street and she's like nah, 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 nah. Yeah. That's going to be she in her head she's going Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Nah, 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 nah. You know? So this shit's going to stay with people. But, but can we move on, for, but can we move on from them? I fucking hope so. And at, I don't know how long we have to entertain them for. Are they going to come for me for our long-running character of the Korean shopkeeper, Mr. Pin? <laughs> I don't know Mr. Pin. We've been doing Mr. Pin on this show for over 100 episodes. You're, you're, make, dude, you're making up Mr. Pin. No, no, no. 
We do. It started as a very crude caricature. No. Very no, crude. No, very no, crude. Ca- so. And since that time, we've no. developed Mr. Pin. He has become a fleshed-out character that I think sits right next to Apu. Oh, okay. Right in ter- yeah. in terms of being a vibe, a yeah. vibrant, de- yeah, depth of character. This gravitas. People care about the decisions that Mr. Pin makes on the show. Right. Right. So, are they going to come for us? Because in episode thirty. Mr. Pin's my impression of Mr. Pin, that character, was a little rough. You know, I'm trying to cultivate like it's almost like if you're enough of a thing, right? Like you can't cancel Cometown because that's what they are. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, if you that's the game is that if you are these weirdos that like like simp to the internet people they will kill you yes but if you're george w bush <laughs> come town um uh uh, uh oj simpson right um uh harvey weinstein right uh the zodiac killer olivia wilde olivia wilde yeah if you're if it, it, you can be so far on the spectrum that it, you're not the, because these people only shoot for the near enemy they never attack anybody that would be perhaps resistant they only go for the people that they can kneecap and 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 uh hobble uh that are on their side so yeah i mean yes you can go far enough i mean trump proved that they'd be like i don't know this guy's got a lot of sexual misconduct allegations and he would just look dead in the camera and go i never heard of her it sounds like a pig you know and done done yeah I I that was that a watershed moment at the first de- like 2015 like Republican national primary debate or whatever they asked him a qu- they said like you said a lot of nasty things about women and he was just like only Rosie O'Donnell yeah it was a good the crowd laughed yes was that a, was that a watershed moment? I wonder if Rosie sits around because it's a phenomenon that you and I have observed that Me Too allegations tend to come with people's greatest successes. If you have been struggling in in a like an apartment in Inglewood for years, can I do it? Can I do it real quick? Yeah, please. Inglewood, Ingle, Inglewood. So everybody, that was the other character that we might get canceled for. In- his name is Inglewood. That, that's that, that. Yes, that that's I Town Irvin, right. who who is a a, a, a crip. So, I. Uh, which also started as a crude caricature. Remember when you used to do him as essentially Uncle Remus? Vaguely. I don't remember anything that happened. Mr. Bluebird on my we, shoulder. Yeah, that, yeah. It's still at Disney World. No, they, they pulled Uncle Remus. No, they didn't. Yeah, they... they well, sh- they really like replaced him with the frog. It, no, they. it's part of the ride now that, that a uh, corporate character dressed in a suit right. with a sniper or with a, a silenced pistol comes and shoots Uncle Remus in the head twice right. and then celebrates the death of racism. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, as long as it still has the 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 you know the log flume. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's all we really want. Splash Mountain. Are we going to the bootleg one, Universal? Yeah, I'll go to the Universal. They also, Universal just has, like, you don't even have to go on the rides or go in the, like, you can just go there. And like they got a voodoo donuts, which is pedo. If you've watched the, if you listen to our Patreon episode, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline, and our our episode that uh, where we dove into uh, bit shoot conspiracy videos, mm-hmm. uh, you can listen to that, and you would know uh, 
Voodoo Donuts, sponsor of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's it's a jail. It's a it's a trap for um, children because they're all pedophiles. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know. So yeah. No. Subscribe to the Patreon. You can listen to that episode. We we blew the whole thing wide open. We're we're like Alex Jones in the in the late nineties. You know. I've moved on from it though. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. I mean, look. What more can we say? We blew it wide open. You know. The See, now, it's, now it's on others. The information's out there. So. We should go to Universal. Yes. Would you like to hear another insane internet thing? Because that's that's sort of the conceit of the of the show. Would you like to hear one? Yeah. Okay, everybody. So I found this on the internet. It's a photo of a man who has boarded up his his windows with plywood, and over it's a house, and over the on the plywood he has spray painted "Internet posts about me are lies." Now, this is a highly disturbing image, I think. Would you agree with that? You've been obsessing over it. I wonder, see, you're looking at it through a cynical lens. Maybe, like, we don't know what was put on the internet about him. Maybe everyone's talking about how big his dick is, and all these women come, and they're like, oh, yeah, I need you to go deep. Let me sit on it. I need you to go deep, Daddy. I need you to go deep. And he's like, no, it's average. It's only average. So, you know, to keep the women away, he has to put this he has to put this sign out there to say it's a lie. My dick is average. I can't go that deep. It's another one of our characters that could come back to haunt us. A- average dick Larry. No, Maria Gomez, the girl that w- works at the uh, 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 White Eagle, who uh, has that voice that you just did. Oh, daddy. I, I didn't do a voice. Yeah, I did you a did, white woman voice. Yeah, no, no, no. You that did, was you, a white woman voice. You, Don't cancel me. You did a, you did a poppy, poppy, and go deep. No, it was white. It was white women. Maria Gomez. This has been your character for years. Is it okay to shit on white women? I do it. I mean, I feel, but like, I'm just in terms of what you get killed for, right? Because sometimes. The internet will shit on white women. Be like, white women ain't Every shit. day they, they shit on white they women. They voted for Trump, but white women will kill you. Oh, yeah, white women are... Anytime there's like a problem, yes. they, like, they take over the thing. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, oh, uh, Black Lives Matter? Not on my watch, bitch. I'm a white woman. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in with the... Uh, uh, wrestler Me Too's, you know what I mean? Or whatever the fuck it was. Like, remember that? It was just... Couldn't let it... Just couldn't, you know... Oh, black people, you getting a little shine? Nope. I'm white woman. Nasty by nature. Cruel. Vindictive. Do your Maria Gomez again. Oh, daddy. No, it's, uh, no, 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 no. Do the original Maria Gomez. <laughs> daddy, go deeper. Yeah, people remember these classic bits where, where we had Maria Gomez and Mr. Pin get together for a few weeks and you and I had to act out these two characters that were in love. They are in love. They're still in love. That's the canon. That's <laughs> it's, it's head canon. If everybody, you can listen to the past episodes if you want to know lore. What do you people to listen to things that don't exist in our back catalog? Mister Pin. We have like two hundred episodes now. If you count, if you count wrestling cinema, is like two hundred fucking episodes. To, to me, every episode is the first episode. Yeah, I just like I don't remember. I don't even know what we. Once we get into the shit, it was just become the cancel cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's because that's all that's going on in the culture. Trust me. As soon as it goes back to hey, everybody, use that word you don't use anymore. For you know, what I mean, I, I'm gonna be like, yes, it's that cast because that shit's more fun. It's just that this is all that's in the culture. Literally, there is. A no culture except for 
culture war discussion. That's all that yeah, exists. Yeah, that's there true. is no culture. Well, I'm glad you said culture war and not like cancel culture. I don't give a fuck. They're both valid. People that are but like... The th- no, but uh, what I mean is like culture war discussion is a larger umbrella, right? But cancel culture is a large thing underneath that umbrella. Sure. Right? Um, Hold on. I want to read... The reason that I pointed this whole thing out... Even though it doesn't exist. The, <laughs> the internet posts about me are lies. Oh, yeah. You want to go in on this? Go. I do. So the person that posted this posted it for to, for, to ridicule it because this person has internet posts about me are lies, and on their home they have... What would you call that? Like a Blue Lives Matter? Whatever the fucking cop with the blue... You know, the line on the... Yeah, uh, it's the Blue Lives Matter okay. flag, yeah. So, <clears throat> the idea here is that this person is, you know, fucked up, probably whatever you heard about them is true, whatever. So, I don't know why the Blue Lives Matter part matters. Like, this is a very powerful image by itself. I don't need to know the man's politics at all. But, okay. It's got many hundreds of responses. Here's one of them. I want to read this to you, and I want you to troubleshoot it a little bit. Can you do that? Maybe. If it was just the first image, I'd be sympathetic. The first image is internet posts about me or lies. The second image is the Blue Lives Matter flag that is on the same building. I was web-stalked, possibly locally. I have no idea what that really means. Had a hate blog made to defame me. Parenthetical, a well-known blog service changed its terms of service specifically to take no action. But then... There's the second image, and I assume the guy is a dick. Okay. First, let's just troubleshoot this a little bit. This is from Jace Cavavici, the anti-intellectualism, anti-science, ignorance, uh, uh, sexism, racism, and corporate authoritarian bootlicking in my country terrifies me. That's what Jace has to say in his bio. uh, 98 followers... 98 followers, do you think that maybe Jace is overstating the level of stalking that was happening to them? Well, I think any, I think, okay, I think anybody is capable of having a stalker, right? That's true, yes. Web stalking is not a thing. That's just when someone looks at your social media profiles, I guess. That's, I don't know if that's necessarily stalking. Uh, Real life stalking is real, and it can happen to anybody. It doesn't matter how many followers you have necessarily. I highly doubt a website changed their terms of service for this person. <laughs> uh, That's where they lost me. Okay. Now, next question. Is Jace... Do you think Jace took the right message, the right lesson, from being gang-stalked and harassed? Uh evidently not he, he thinks it's okay if you're if you're a bad person or it's okay if you have politics that don't agree with his that's clear that's evidently the lesson he took away from it. everybody this is how people's brains work oh yeah dude we're in full tribal mode man we're in full uh yeah we're we're in camps. We got flags. It's it's red versus blue. It's crip versus blood. It's dem versus repub. It's 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 yeah. We're in full camps, and we want the other camp to die. We don't care if they die. There's really a lack of humanity. It's, it's lack of understanding, lack of humanity, lack of uh, yeah. It's wild, man. It's wild. It's, <laughs> I, 
I'm just trying to think of myself when I see, okay, no names, but you saw somebody that everybody on the face of the planet agrees is foul and you saw them in a vulnerable state and you remarked to me, yeah, it impacted me to see that person so persecuted despite the fact that perhaps they deserve the persecution because Typically, if you've even been picked on in high school, you identify with the feeling. And it does not matter if somebody is guilty as sin of multiple fucking terrible offenses that necessitate that they are taken out of society, whether that's through your street justice or or fucking a court of law. You still feel the human emotion that the two of you relate on. Are you asking me if I feel human emotions? Why is this person incapable of seeing someone who is hiding in their home, presumably because of internet lies, and they say, oh my God, that's terrible. I went through a similar thing. And then sees a single signifier that they are not that they are deplorable and then all of that empathy washes away that doesn't seem right to me am i crazy no here's the thing and look maybe i'm trying to look at this and not like a horrendously cynical way i i think a lot of people present online differently than they do in their hearts yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Because I know a lot of we we know people, right? Some may even listen to this podcast that will present in a certain way on the internet, and then when you talk to them in real life, they're not really like that at all. And there's more nuance to their thought. And but here's the, here's the thing that I feel, and I can't necessarily say that this is the truth or this is how they feel, but this is the feeling that I get. This is the impression that I get. Uh, people are scared. People on the internet are scared when they, if if you are active on social media, there is a feeling of fear sometimes, right? Uh, so that person may have had a human moment and go, damn, I went through something like this. Oh, but wait, he's Blue Lives Matter. He's a dick. Yeah, he's a total dick. Yeah, he deserves it. You it's know? Just, it's so weird that people can't say... But I don't know how here's the here's the thing, just real quick. I don't know how honest the latter part is. He may be feeling these real human feelings in his soul and, and then feel like he's gotta cover up the tracks of his own humanity. Dude, I saw people today on Twitter. I I, I even though I don't use it, I still look at it sometimes like everybody else. Especially because we have to do this show. Um <clears throat> I, people act like their own fucking PR department, man. They act they they put they put out tweets that read like they're politicians. My guy, you got six hundred followers. <laughs> You're no, not a politician. Yeah, nobody's coming to you for this. But people are fucking scared. I think, yeah, it's true. Man. It's people true. People are fucking feel like they have a like a gun to their head. It's all true. You know, like I really think that's the reality, and I think it's because there are people out there that will fucking crucify you for like really minor trans transgressions like saying that you want to scissor with another woman yes 
Or saying like, yeah, it came out, it's lit. Oh, what? Their coming out experience isn't analogous or symmetrical with yours, so you have to kill them? No, she she compared le- changing jobs like, yeah, oh yeah, I was finally able to get out of that. It felt like I was coming out of the closet. So some people are like, oh, that, like, there's people that are saying, that's clunky, that's, the you know, she should have known better. And then there's people that are saying, she's a monster. And it's also like, and then yo, there's people like me that'll make a coming out joke right now. Right, uh, give me one. Mr. Pin comes out. This is the new headcanon, everybody. Yeah. Mr. Pin, after years, firstly, you remember an episode probably mid 20s? Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Pin, his wife died, Mrs. Pin. They'd been together for 35 years. You you did the Mrs. Pin impersonation. I did the Mr. Pin impersonation. We had Hi, to- I'm Mr. Mrs. Pin. No, I think it was more like, ah, Mrs. Pin. No, it, it was a whole so. thing. It was no. upsetting. We got letters. It was, hello, I'm Mrs. Pin. How are you? It was, you no, no change. No, Chinatown. No, no, it wasn't Chinatown. It. That wasn't it. You're I remember it, it I remember it very well. No, so, you're ruining the whole canon now. So remember we had Mrs. Pin die and then we had to kill her off. And then Maria yeah, she was asking for too much money. Then Maria then Maria Gomez came in and warmed Mr. Pin's cold heart, right? After so long. And now it is the official and that ran for fucking hundreds of episodes. And now it is the official canon of the worst possible timeline show that Mr. Pin has come out of the closet because it's in the service of me making light of coming out shit. Because guess what, everybody? That's what a joke is. You say an unserious thing about often a serious topic so that people can find some joy in this world. (laughs) But it's also like, are all coming out is it always traumatic no no but because someone's is right that means we have to treat it all like yes good. everyone has to be unhappy right <laughs> it, it, that's yeah. the way this shit goes it's it's the harrison harrison bergeroning of uh, <laughs> of the west mm. greetings from evergreen podcasts we're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. So what's up with them dancing in Israel? Um, I don't know. Is it like one of them, one of them high holidays? No, they're bombing Palestine. Anyway, everybody, here's the deal. Uh, there's certain shit that Eric and I don't get into like trans shit because it's so deadly. You might no- you'll notice that the discourse on it is the most stunted uh, artificial discourse in the world because everybody's very scared. Israel and Palestine and Jew shit, you and I wade right into it because it's one that we don't like I- I'm going to speak for you. Now these people are might be goofy warmongers that I'm watching this everybody I'm watching like a gif of uh, of Israelis dancing uh, as uh, buildings burn in the background it's a pretty disturbing image actually but point is 
I'm taking these people in this image to not be every Palestinian or every Israeli and to also not be every Jew. Yeah. So I can just talk about this thing that I'm witnessing mm-hmm. with a, with some reason in my skull, but I'm watching people online treat Israel and Palestine as though it is monolithic. It, yeah. Not just that. Yeah. They're essentializing the whole fucking thing, but that you can't talk about it without getting killed. I've been talking about this shit since I was a kid and I don't care. Uh, it's wrong to bomb people. <laughs> it, is, it is. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't, uh, it doesn't mean that I, I've been to Israel. I liked it fine. I, I would go back again. Is it a terror state? Isn't it? A, maybe isn't an apartheid state? No doubt, but I'd probably go back. So I guess what I'm saying is, where does this paranoia come from? Or is that manufactured? Is it like somebody says you're going to get killed, so you repeat that? Like somebody says you're going to get killed online for talking about a thing, and you're like, uh-oh, I better not. But like, you don't actually ever get killed. Well, you might get killed. I mean, you might... Some of these people um, who are much higher profile than us, right? Like a... Uh, like, uh, OJ. The the, Mr. The, Penn. the Weinsteins. Okay, sure. Or Glenn Greenwald. Sure. Got killed. And they have, I mean, they still are able to operate. But this is the thing that pe- the, the, the sort of like anti-cancel culture people are always about. And they're just like, show me someone who ever, you know, who isn't able to do anything despite being canceled. They're still out there. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. Maybe they're still yes they're still able to scrounge up a life and a, and a relevancy for themselves, but they have like a black mark against them forever. And you tried to hurt them, and then you did. You tried to hurt them. There was a, there's a podcast that we listen to, which is straight up just a news podcast. Yep, straight up just like news of the day type shit from three journalists who are very informed people, accomplished people, and they couldn't get a venue for their live show in Florida. I mean, they got one, but they got turned down because they had Glenn Greenwald on the show. Oh, right, right. So that's that's the result of. I'm sorry to use the term that everybody hates, but for lack of a better word, I, I, I we talked about it recently. There's words I don't even want to fucking use anymore because I feel like they lower in my intelligence. Woke is one of them. Cancel culture is one of them. These are stupid buzzwords. Yeah. But for lack of a better word, love them. Cancel culture. This is the effect of it. You're you're poisoning someone's name. Maybe yes, maybe they still will be able to work. Maybe they still will be able to do things. But you're defaming them in a way that could cost them opportunities for sometimes willfully misunderstanding them or willfully taking something out of context or, n- or refusing to understand the nuance of what they're saying. And like sometimes it's literally just trying to have a conversation. Not all the time. Not all the time. I know that there's people that you really fucking hate that are are just trolls and out and out trying to get your goat. I get that there's not everybody, but for some people, it's it's just it's just the facts, my guy. Yeah, it is the facts that not everybody in life is trying to harm you. No, and, and if they're just talking about a thing that they happen to be on the other side of, then you are, or maybe not even. Maybe they're just having the conversation of what it is to have a conversation. Yes. You know what I mean? So do you want to be Palestine or Israel in this conversation? I am... Uh, Transsexual Palestine. I'm Arkansas. <laughs> safe State that safe no move. One ever, no one ever thinks about. Uh, Bill Clinton? Um, 
So Bill Clinton doesn't even think about Arkansas. No, he hasn't thought about it a long time. Did he meant? I, I would if if you could go through his entire presidency. Do you think he even mentioned Arkansas once, other other than to mention that he was from there? No. What goes on in Arkansas? Incest. Have you <laughs> have you been to Arkansas? Oh yes. The boiled peanuts. You can still get boiled peanuts in Arkansas. Yeah. So pretty good. It's, but it's hella inland, so it just sucks. Yeah, if you're that It's basically like the Midwest of the South. It fucking sucks. Yeah, it just sucks ass. If you're from Arkansas, everybody, uh, send a self-addressed st- stamped envelope and I'll mail you a bullet. <laughs> you tell me what caliber you need to end your life and I'll, I'll send it to you. They don't need that. They, gun laws are mad lax. You know, there's, a, there's an ammo shortage. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. The guns are still out there. The ammo is hard to get. Well, we were in a, uh, you know, in a crisis period, and uh, people were fine with having guns. Many, as we talked about on the show, many, many millions of first-time gun owners in the United States during the pandemic. Now, things are opening up. There's more mass shootings. Does the uh, gun debate take off again? Uh, with a bunch of hypocrites under it now that all purchased guns during the pandemic. Uh, yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah, I think one of the neighbors is cooking something. I smell caramelized onions. Uh, that could be the fact that we live uh, very close to an in and out that smells like onions all day, every day. And it makes me wonder about the people that live directly next to it and if their wives love them at all. <laughs> oh, most certainly not. But it smells nice. I'm hungry. Anyway. What were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about uh, caramelized onions, yep. uh, abolishing the police. Uh-huh. Um, uh, y- y- d- that time that I thought that this was a funny bit, but of the ones that we should revisit to see if it's kind of on the line or if you want it out there, because I know you're worried about your job. That time that we had... and Okay, so it's problematic because Mr. Pin is Korean, but we had him take a time machine to fly a, 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 a kamikaze mission uh, during World War II. And we that was a funny bit at the time, but Mr. Pin is Asian. He's not Japanese. We should probably erase that episode. That was a that was a treehouse of horror. Yeah, yeah, precisely. It wasn't. It's not. It was it like, out of continuity. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not totally canon. It was just an imagined scenario. Uh, you you re- are really in the mood to touch third rails this week. I I I don't think that we ever do. I think that we're like very safe on this ep- on this podcast. You won't even let me make fun of AOC. What? That's not true. It is. The other day I was like, oh, I got this good AOC uh, uh, soundbite, and you're like, no, 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 don't don't do that. You can't. And I was like, she's, she's the deity. I was like, what are you talking about? AOC. I said, who got to you? She's revered. It's like that part in the movie where I shake you and I uh, I realize all of a sudden that you're compromised. I'm going to say, who got to you, Eric? Who got to you? You're not allowed to make fun of certain things. Uh, AOC is probably the dumbest professional I've ever seen in any career ever. I'm not talking about like, look, Eric has bagged groceries. I've bailed hay. We've both known dumber people than AOC. I've never met anybody who would be allowed into a federal building with a laminate as stupid as AOC. 
I had a coworker that didn't know how to spell the word do. You know what? We've all got our things. He didn't know how he uh, he didn't know how to spell the word Italian. That one could be tricky. He, one time he asked me, "How do you spell well?" I mean, that's tough. And I, and I, I, it's I, a rough. That's a rough look. He said, oh, "I'm going brain dead." I was like, "I think you're there, pal." Yeah, no, you're there. Speaking of which, let's talk about the uh, uh, the 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 balloons, balloon punk, balloon punks. What's up with that? It's uh, I guess it's a cover, right? It's they all want to they want they want to suck on the nitrous, but if the cops show up, they'll be like, "No, we're just giving up balloons." Oh no, I think it's just a con- convenient way to 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 give you nitrous to sell you nitrous, right? So, but like my question is. Who knew nitrous was that popular? That so everybody. The show that we went to the other day was heavy on balloons. It felt like I was at. A, I, I went to a fish show in the nineties. It reminded me of that. It felt like a real party. You it know? did feel like a real it party. Like a, it felt like a, a birthday party. How many people at the, what percentage of that show would you call pure looky loos? What's a looky? What, what do you mean by looky loo? Like somebody that doesn't know shit about shit just heard that a wild thing was happening so they just show up i mean so you're asking how much of the crowd was non-punks yes i mean a pretty good sizable portion i would even hesitate to call ourselves punks at this point i mean we're we might listen to punk music we've been going to punk shows for most of our lives but like you know i don't know we might we engage in punk but are we punks with the X, you know? No. Yeah, I'm employed, but I don't have health insurance. Yeah, you might, you have a soft X. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. there's a soft soft X on the end of my punks. I mean, I'm just too old now, man. I mean, I there was a part of me that was like, yeah, I want to get lit. But I was like, I can't do that anymore. You know? I've, I've aged out. I wanted to circle pit around the fire for a moment. I still love the music. I still love... I, if I got lit, it would have been a total fucking blast, but I don't get lit no more, man. I'm My girlfriend take- said she'd leave me if she saw a video of me circle pitting around a fire. I couldn't argue with her. I think it's probably she's probably right to do it. <laughs> so uh, I did not... Sur- you got to tell her, pick one. Circle pit around the fire or watch anime. Which, you know what? I'll put, that, I'll put that to the test. We'll see which one of she, those she caves on. Hold on, I might do it in real time. Entertain us for a second. Uh, you know, I was, the word poser gets thrown around a lot, and at, at this point in my life, it like I, 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 I wish I was a poser, man. I wish I had no attachment to this shit, but I can't, man. I'm I'm down for life, and it's not even by choice. I'm I'm I I'm I'm stuck in it. This is I'm grandfathered in. This is this is my thing, right? I wish I chose a thing that was more lucrative, right? I wish like like the way when I when we listen to uh, podcasts with comedians and they talk about coming up in the comedy scene and yeah, I was I was 22 and I was hanging out with blah 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 blah. I was like, why I should have gotten into like at least maybe there's like a slight chance. This being involved with this scene could have led to making a lot of money or being a notable oh, person. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I joined a subculture that has the ceiling is three feet off the ground. Yep. Three feet off the ground. You got a limbo to hit the ceiling. You know? But this it's too late now. This is my thing. It's like like people that are comedy people, 
You know, they go to the store, they go to blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm not, I, I'm. You don't, think, you don't think you could fit in now? Definitely not. I can't join a scene at my age. You know, I'm a spectator. And- no, that's not true. What do you mean? I got into comics at your age. And like, I mean, I read comics my whole life, but I started a career in comics at your age. And it is, is, all- the, is there as much like ball hugging in co- in comics? Oh, it's disgusting. Really? It's dis- disgusting. Dis- disgust. See, when I was in my mid 20s, I was like, I have, th- I was like three paths lay before me. And I can, and I, if I'm going to succeed, I got to focus on one of these things. Yes. There was the music path. I could keep trying to do, I could get better at my instrument, join bands, make friends, suck dick in that scene mm. and, and try and do that. The Another path was comedy. I was doing open mic at the time. I could really focus on this craft. I could learn about it. I could make funny jokes, form bits, make a tight five, tight 10, et cetera. Do, I could focus on that, do that. Third path was TV. Mm. I this is my 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 this is what I have my degree in. This is what I have a, a modicum of, of passion for. Uh, this is I find this interesting. I think it's cool. I think it's fun. I'm genuinely passionate about it. That's what we're doing. I'm focusing on this thing because it had the highest ceiling. But it, it had the, I guess what I'm saying is each path had the same amount of I have to suck a dick. Oh yes. I have to suck dicks to make it. Yes. So I chose the one with the highest ceiling. Right? Yeah, I thought well, that's wise. Well, but uh, and and I've had a, mo- a bit of success, and I and I'm hopefully on an upward trajectory. You gotta knows? suck more dicks. I, you know, but what I mean is, I can't. So you had to. You got into comics at my age, right? Yep. Maybe a little yep. younger. Yeah, slightly younger. You had to suck some dick. Sort of. I think that part of the reason that I took fucking forever to get off the ground is because I have not sucked enough dick. I don't say this as like a point of of pride, but I, 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 there's definitely a couple dicks I probably should have sucked. Same. Oh, dude, the amount of fucking bridges I burn. I should, I know people younger than me that are much further along in their career. And I, and, and I, you know, but yeah, like it's hard to suck a dick. It's hard. And that's what I mean in I'm not I'm not focusing on a new craft now man I've 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 I, the thing with the with with music is like I can I can go I can be a part of whatever this is nominally in some form or fashion and not be a musician or not be Oh you mean you can just enjoy a thing? Yeah, I can just enjoy a thing, show up, have friends, know people in the scene whatever, you know. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I'm not doing that for comedy. You know, it's too late. It's just too fucking late. And I, I understand what you said. I could, I could, like you, like people get into things late sometimes. But I just, I don't have the will. <laughs> okay, well that's a fair, that's a fair appraisal. I've taken too many dicks. Yeah, you're like a pincushion. Yeah, it's just you know, you know what I mean, like. I've already dedicated myself to a thing. This is my thing. You know, I'm 30. This is my thing. It's over for you. I'm just, it's not over for me. There's still plenty. There's, there's a ways to go in, in, in though, in those worlds. I'm not starting to scratch with something unless it's just a hobby. You know what I mean? Now, a lot of people feel the way you feel. I don't. So what, you're going to become a comedian? 
No, but I, maybe I could. I wouldn't feel weird becoming a programmer or something. Like, I mean, I would because I have zero interest in it. But I like I. I but is, is there dick sucking in the programming world? There's dick sucking in every world. That's what it is. Everywhere. But I think there's degrees in comedy. I think you really gotta take a dick. TV, I don't know. you really got to take dicks. I don't I think know. Anything creative, I think you really got to take dicks. I don't know. Like, if you want to become a nurse, I think you just work till you get a piece of paper. Yeah, that might be, but maybe you got to network. Hey, if we still have any nurse listeners after I've <laughs> after I've called you, uh, what have I called you? Thieves, gangsters, uh, uh, parasites on the proletariat. Uh, wow. If, uh, what about our classic character? Drunk nurse. That one got us in hot water one time. Yeah. Remember? N- nurse Julia? Yeah, Nurse Julia, the drunk. What I'm saying, no, yes, you're right. No matter what thing, there is a level of networking you have to do, for sure. But I think in creative fields, it's, I mean, in TV, it's the only way. Like, there's no, you don't just, go, like, the people that get the even the fucking grips and shit, even the people like you got to get in the union. How do you do that? You suck a union, you suck a teamster's dick, you know. Like, there's no website to just apply to be on SNL. You gotta find it. You gotta find it, and you find it through networking with the right people. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. We we both watched a video of homeless men eating each other's ass. <laughs> right? You remember that? I do. Okay, so everybody, we watched a video where these two homeless guys smoke methamphetamine and then just start licking each other's asses. And it was, I mean, if some of it, you know, you want to talk about getting canceled and stuff, that was recorded without their consent. It was. You know what I will say about that video? Hot. At least they weren't stabbing each other. It was the love. It was the love fest. But here's my question to you. They were showing each other love. Is this third rail? Do you believe that those two men are that their orientation is homosexuality? I couldn't say because meth will make you behave in ways that you would not otherwise, hypersexual ways. Does it? Yes, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, dangerous. Or do we know that we don't know that they're smoking meth? I think it's got to be meth, could be crack, it could be crack. If it was crack, I would think that they're that they are probably gay men. If it was meth, I think they're on some Olivia Wilde shit. That's my point, though. Is do we cancel these two homeless men for being fake gay in the same way that Olivia Wilde is fake gay? No, because you have to have in order to cancel somebody, they have to have something to take away. Yeah, they have to be like on a, on a streak of doing well in life, so you can strip it from them, or just anything. I mean, I don't, they don't even have to be doing anything. They don't have to be necessarily doing well. There just needs to be something to take away. Otherwise, there's no point. There's no stakes. Does that not strike people as evil? They don't think about it. You know what I mean? They just don't. I just don't think people. I don't think people think that deeply. Because I don't think I'm that good a person, but it is my natural inclination. To not take things from people. Why would somebody feel comfortable taking something from someone? In fact, if I can get through life without taking shit from anybody, I'd be feel blessed up. 
because they're bad. Oh. Oh, they, they, they don't they, deserve the thing. They don't deserve to have a good life because they're bad people. <laughs> they don't deserve to have a good life. Yeah. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. And it's and it's important that there are self-electing officials to oversee the process of stripping them of the things that they have. Yes. Imagine for a second that we just relied on the world to do that, and we and there wasn't this secret service, this, this, uh, this cabal of informed, righteous individuals to do this on our behalf. Imagine that for a second. Where would we be? You got to be careful because you're going to get canceled mm. and then you're not going to have your bear job anymore. Oh, for people that don't know, I've been uh, sanding uh, plastic bears uh, as a f- favor that is a job, I guess. Um, Are you getting paid? I am getting paid. All right. But they'll take that away from you. They'll take yeah. They'll take away my manu- my low skill, no skill manual labor job. Maybe they'll take away my uh, tie dyeing shirts as well. Yeah, they're gonna take your bears away. I work with a guy who has no windows in his van. They've all been kicked out. They're gonna come to your house. They're gonna take away my van. <laughs> They're going to see what you said. They're going to listen to the show. They're going to hear what you said. They're going to show up at the front door, and they're going to say, Sir, we're going to have to take your bears away. And they're going to put all these unsanded, uh, defective bears back into your your fucking uh, printer paper box, and they're going to take all your bears. Here's the thing. Why why are you so nervous about getting canceled all the time? Just seems like a hassle. Sure. There is an inevitability to it if you're a person that faces the world. If you just kind of like hide behind something, it might not happen. But if you face the world in any respect, you're probably going to get canceled in some some small way, right? Right, but as you're saying, it only lasts like a day now. I know. So what are you nervous about? I'm chilling. No, every time that I talk about any of our characters, remember our 9-11 hijacker character that we did? Was that... Rem- yeah. Remember when Mr. Penn was the one responsible for bringing down the uh, plane in, in Pennsylvania? Remember when he fought the hijackers? That wasn't Mr. Penn. That was uh, Taxidermy Josh. <laughs> Taxidermy Josh. It's Ron Mexico. Yeah. Now. Oh, I thought of a great radio name the other day. I can't remember it, though. Mm. I think there's something in the water out here. It makes you dumb. As soon as we started living here, our brains seriously degenerated. They got stupid as fuck. I, like, I. I try and, like, I have my nine-to-five job, Mm. and I cannot fucking focus. 
I cannot fucking focus. Yeah, I, I had a hard time focusing today. I just, you see me, I just fucking, I'll sit in my room for like 10 minutes and then I'll get up and do something in the kitchen. Ah. Like, and there are things like, I have to do this, I have to do this, fucking do it. And I just, it's like, really, I have to like, maybe I've just been away from, maybe I need the discipline of like an office. Some people do. You know what I mean? I think a great many people do. I've just been away from it for too long. Okay, so Fiona says that I, that's my girlfriend, I, that I can, if she had to pick with a gun pressed to the side of her head and the assurance that Eric was going to shoot her in the brain so that she dies. Why me? Uh, because she could talk me out of it. Um, she, and I, she has to choose between me circle pitting or me watching anime. Yeah. Circle pitting around a bonfire. Yeah. Which one do you think she chose? Circle pit. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She did. She really hates anime. Yeah, she really, she's got really strong feelings on anime. But I'm with her. I would take circle pitting over anime also. Yeah, I think I would too. In fact, I, some, I credit Joe Boots mm. and my other, this other dude that I was friends with, uh, Mike Spiller, who I haven't spoken to in probably 10 years, but. I hope he's doing well. Hope he's doing well. Because in seventh grade, the two of them saved me. Mm. Because I could have been in cell. Fuck! I mean, I was in cell until I was twenty-one, but but they got they got you in a in a in a pudgy teenage lemon party, and taught you how to get off. I could have been like fucking true, like anime nerd, mm. like disgusting. Sounds like they did you a disservice. They got me into punk music. Wow, oh, they did you a disservice. So no, I I'm thankful that I'm the circle pitting guy over the anime guy. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? Like, thank fucking God I didn't become the one. I didn't sit at the anime table. I just sat with the fucking weed heads. Now you got me thinking. Maybe anime would have made me more successful. Oh, for sure. We would be more successful. No question. We'd we'd have jobs as programmers and I'm going to bring up SEO again. We would, we'd, we'd be, we'd be code monkey. We'd be cute. We would have, we would have manipulated the 2016 election. God. Yeah. Mr. Calling. I you know what? I wouldn't have had the stones for it. To manipulate the election? Like you have to I feel like to be one of those guys, you have to be like Like my man like my man Weave. Yeah. Like you gotta be on fucking eight con. I don't got, you gotta be on eight con, you gotta be on uh Kiwi Farm. Kiwi Farm, our our morbid reality. Yes, yes. I think that's down. Oh really? I no, think they, I, I think I think they pulled it. Really? Yeah, one of them they pulled. Oh, it's just videos of people getting shot. Yeah, but they pulled actual people dying. I think or something like that. There was one called that that was just. Oh, watch our watch people die. Yeah, watch people yeah. die. R.I.P. Remember when things were real? It happens. Yeah, it happens. It happens in life, you know. People show up to their daughters. Quincierta and, uh, you know, have a bomb vest on. That's what happened to Mr. Pin's wife. <laughs> R.I.P. That was a very special episode of Worst Possible Timeline. <laughs> she she got caught in the crossfire of a fucking, uh, yeah, it was, it was unfortunate, man. But it happens in life. It, yo, it happened last fucking night. Yeah. I think it was, I think it might have been gang retaliation. I don't know. This neighborhood's pretty hectic when it wants to be. 
do you think that sometimes we we create characters for the show and we don't bring them back even though they're fan favorites? Like who? Remember Tyler the school shooter? We haven't done a Tyler the school shooter bit in a long time. We don't do bits. No, you. That's what fans come here for. <laughs> really extended, lengthy bits. No, we we we're not we're not good at comedy. <laughs> we're terrible. We're a really bad comedy podcast. But that's what. But the, people it, people like it for that reason. I know it's, it's it's confusing, but I think it's very strange. It's a strange lane that we occupy. But I think that they I think that they liked our Mister Pin Tyler the school shooter. Uh, Maria Gomez. Uh, I think they like those characters that we do all the time. Taxidermy Josh. Taxidermy Josh. I I think that they 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 like those characters in the same way that some people like um, th- that PBS show. Uh, I know that you don't have a fucking clue. I was just thinking. Oh, Eric will get this. Everybody on the planet. Reading knows Rainbow. It. No, you fucking. What is the NPR show? Oh, oh Sesame Street. Nope. NPR. Think NPR. Oh, uh, I didn't even help you with this. I said PBS. I'm fucking. <laughs> you up. said PBS. What you NPR. Uh, all things considered. Prairie Home Companion. Oh God. I think that they like Mr. Pin is their Prairie Home Companion for the uh, incels of the world. Lake Wobegon. Yes, Lake Wobegon. <laughs> See, you know it. I, I, I know it. Oh wow. Think about all the fucked up shit that happens on Lake Wobegon. Garrison Keeler. Oh, yeah. Rapo. Oh, he, t- <laughs> he touched a woman's back. He touched a woman's and back. erased him from history. Everybody. It can happen to anybody. Evidently. He touched a woman's back. You know what? No. You know what? There's a way. There's a foolproof way that, I, that it cannot happen to you. You got to cut your hands off. Oh, no. You can still, like, make a lewd comment. Cut your hands off. Cut the cut the tongue out of your head. Yeah. Okay. It's a good start. Um. Uh, maybe poke your eyes out. Also. Yeah. That cause you to sin. Yep. Um. I am legitimately Mike Pence. <laughs> you kind of look like. Him. I am Mike Pence. Yeah. I I straight up like. Oh uh, no, we're not doing this. I can't do it. I I'm, I'm insulating myself. Yeah. You're not going to garrison Keeler me. <laughs> You're not going to garrison Keeler me. <laughs> exactly. Everybody, w- when <laughs> when you try to hit me with a fraudulent Me Too in the way that you killed Garrison Keeler, you're just going to, the cops are going to be dragging me out of the, I don't know, the shipping shipping center that Tyler, the school shooter, and I just fucking gun up. And, and I'm just going to be getting dragged into a police car screaming, You're not garrisoning Keeler in me. That's the way it's going to go. Lake Wobegon, yes. Wisconsin. Have a nice uh, trio here. Knock, knock. Oh, uh, Garrison, we've got bad news. <laughs> oh, there's no bad news in Lake Wobegon. Uh, Garrison, I'm sorry. We're going to take you. Uh, th- there's been an accusation. Uh, the HR is involved, and now the, it's going to be leaked to the press. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This segment is brought to you by <laughs> Lemon Cookies. <laughs> And then the crowd cracks up. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, there's no joke here. There's no joke. Yeah. Why? Are they, what are they laughing at? Worst possible timeline is funnier than this. What are you, what, what are you laughing at? Yeah. So, uh, and then two NPR executives take Garrison Keeler, right? Oh, it, where, where are you taking me? They take him to a room with a, 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 a tile floor and a drain in the center. <laughs> And they sit him in. They is that is that Mr. Pin? I see. <laughs> they sit him in a metal chair. Oh, sorry about your wife. <laughs> and they put two bullets in the back of his head. 
the- That's what happened to Garrison Keillor. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Gone too soon. Touched a woman's back. Should have known better. <laughs> Are we positive that was it? Yes. Yeah? Oh, yeah. We, we're not missing something? No, no, no. He wasn't like the Harvey Weinstein of, of, no. Lake, of Lake Wobegon? He legitimately touched a woman's back. I hope she's proud. We're positive. Positive. Yeah. His body was dumped in Lake Wobegon. <laughs> Do you, think, do, do you think anyone that listens to this show knows where Prairie Home Companion is? 100%. I feel like that's a very weird reference. No, they got it. Is there anyone under the age of 29 that knows what it is? No, but I, uh, no. But I'll say that, uh, especially since they uh, uh, commissar vanished uh, Garrison Keillor and no longer acknowledges <laughs> his contribution, uh, I will say on Axe to Grind, we, t- we mentioned 1010 wins, which we just treat as a thing that is national. Yeah. It's not really. It's not. It's, I thought it was AM. It's like a New York thing though. Oh, is it? It's just a New York city. Oh, I love 10, 10 wins. It's very relaxing. You give us a minute. We give you the world. Classic. Reminds me of nine 11. That's why I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> it really comforts me. You know what's funny is how there are, there are certain things that are like, that should be deeply offensive, but like it's, for whatever reason, it's okay to joke about like nine eleven. You know, it's interesting. Of all the things that we talk about, I realize that the trans one is touchy, probably only because I don't fully understand it. So therefore, it feels very third rail. But I'll talk about Jews and Palestinians all day. I'll talk about gay shit all day. I'll talk about like things that like could be conceivably third railish race shit. But I'm not, maybe I don't understand trans shit fully enough. So I feel like I'm, I'm on thin ice on the topic, but that other shit, like, yo, if somebody try online, tried to beat me up online for like Israel, Israel talk, I would just LOL them to death. You know what I mean? Cause I'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, listen, man, I've, I probably know more about this than you do. Suck a dick. You know what I mean? But I can't say I know that much about trans shit. That's probably why it's like, oh, I don't know. What am I? Am I out on a ledge here? Yeah, I couldn't say either. But uh, maybe it's because the kids, I I don't know, the kids, the 20-year-olds now don't even, I mean, fuck that, the fucking 22-year-olds don't remember 9-11, so maybe it's just, it just can't be offensive. It's in the rear view. It's in the way rear view. Although if you made, you want to, I mean, this is what's interesting. The things that are third rail are what young people find offensive. Yes. If I went to New York City and went downtown and went 9-11, LOL, there would be a garbage man that would cave my head in. Sure. Right? I could say 9-11, LOL on the podcast or because online. garbage man doesn't listen to the show. Mm-hmm. And even if he did, he wouldn't know how to come and cave my head in. That's true. And he wouldn't know how to get on the internet. He doesn't know how to type. He's illiterate. No, wow. Really paint with a broad brush now. So... But what I mean is, yeah, like if I were like, it's just what the young people get mad at. So I can say 9-11 LOL because they don't, they don't care about that. Yeah, that makes sense. They don't honor our heroes. Evidently not. And here, hey, everybody, if you are, if you want to just be contrarian, annoying dickhead and get offended at a 9-11 joke, I remember it very well. Fucked up my grandpa because he worked there for 40 years. It was a fucked up thing. It really isn't funny. You mean he worked for Al-Qaeda. Right. 
There you go. For 40 years, he put all that time in, and they didn't choose him yeah. to sacrifice the, his life. The, the, he was ready to go, and then at the- He the, was the, about to be a martyr, the 72 virgins. they were like, uh, listen, I know that you've been- preparing for this today but uh we're going with muhammad atta yeah you're you're the, you're now the fellow that stayed in the in the space shuttle while all the other astronauts walked on the moon yeah you leaned over for a sip of tang while everyone else jumped out the door yeah and you you missed history you he overslept at the best western and they said this is why we didn't choose your grandfather mm-hmm. is the lieutenant dan of al-qaeda <laughs> He missed his window. He was destined for greatness, and greatness just slipped from him. And he had—he now has no legs. Was that Lieutenant Dan's storyline? Lieutenant Dan had generations. Right, of family that died in wars. Yes. And he wanted to die in the war, but yes. he didn't. Yes. He survived. Yes. Just, like your, gran- just Lute- like your grandfather, who couldn't get on the planes. And then he gets a boat, right? Your grandfather got a boat. We were going it's, a, the- it's a cigarette boat full of cocaine oh. that he ships— uh, uh, drugs between Cuba and Miami. Him and Taxidermy Josh. Yes. Yeah. Funneled the the cocaine through Mr. Penn's fruit stand. Yes. Um, this is the extended universe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, Josh, the school shooter, uh, picks it up in his van. Yes. That he that he steals from his dad because he's only sixteen. And they run. Yeah. And they run the south side of uh, Billings, Montana. Wow, yeah. Uh, it's, everybody, this is the deep lore. <laughs> yeah, this is the deep lore. You gotta <laughs> you gotta listen to the back catalog to get this stuff. Is that on our street? Do you hear that? What was that? I think it was someone got a ruckus. <sighs> Someday. We've stopped looking for ruckuses because that's how rare they are apparently right now. Every time I look, there's nothing there. I thought I found one one time and then it was an ad for, uh, it, was an, it was an ad that someone put up where the guy was saying, someone sell me a ruckus. Yeah. You got done. I got duped. So, let's cut it now. Go into our overtime that goes on Patreon. We're cutting it now? We're going to cut it now. We're deep into the episode. All right, yeah, three and a half hours in. We're three and a half? Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. We're going to do overtime. And we're going to kick it over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. You've been doing a good job, people. Yes. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. You're doing great, honestly. We thank you for everybody that gives us a little, little bit of money. But if you haven't yet, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for because the Patreon is where the real party's at. That's where it really goes down. This is where that's that's your raw, uncut, unfiltered cigarette, fucking true Baba Booey, like fentanyl. blue. Fentanyl. Oh, it's a straight shot of fentanyl. It's 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 straight one time for your mind. Because one time is all you can handle. Circle pitting around a bonfire. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's circle pitting around a bonfire. Fucking true Rob Zombie. Fucking Woodstock 99. True ass shit. Patreon.com says worst possible timeline. Hit it. Go there. Give us a little bit of money. You get bonus episodes. We're gonna keep doing this episode. Yeah, when you're listening, we're gonna keep doing it. If you like, if you like this energy, this this Mr. Pin, uh, uh, World Trade Center, uh, you know, uh, cigarette boat with uh, with Eric's uh, Gestapo guard grandfather, uh, then follow along at home. Yeah, follow along at home. Hit that. Give us a little bit of money. It's a good time. Uh, at WP Timeline on Twitter, you can get us on there. Call the number 205-509-9785. 
Leave us a message. We'll play on the show. Onlyfans.com slash Al Qaeda. Onlyfans.com slash real Donald Trump. Do you think we could get Onlyfans.com slash Al Qaeda? Or does that stuff just get taken down? So real real quick story. Uh I'm working on a thing mm. for my main job. Yep. And one of it required me uh finding a video where something graphic happened that we wanted to include in in the film that we're making. Your father or your grandfather sawing a man's head off for uh right. ISIS. Yeah. And it's really fucking hard to find shit now. I used to be great at sleuthing on the internet and finding <laughs> fucked up videos. They scrub this shit. The yeah, whole internet's fucking CBS now. Yeah, they're trying to create uh yeah, CBS uh 7 o'clock hour. Very weak. Um Disney. Anybody. A- anyway, um thank you everyone we'll catch you next time it is now 2024 and the choice is up to you do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones well we've got a suggestion for you how about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life. I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out. And stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you.